Hello and welcome to the High on Health podcast, where we deep dive into the fascinating world of gut health and everything in between. This is Dina Selina and I am your host. I am a registered nutritionist and on a mission to empower and educate people to achieve better health and happiness. If you want to thrive in life, you are in the right place. But before we dive in, here's a quick reminder that information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered as medical advice. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. There was no podcast last week and the reason for that is because A, I haven't got around to batch episodes just yet. So I'm just doing it week by week. And second, my dad was over last week. So I was on family duties. duties. I was on entertainment duties. So I hope you will forgive me that there weren't any podcasts last week. As I said in my first podcast, I might not commit to it weekly. I do want to commit to weekly because I find these, well, I find this so valuable, just sitting here chatting to you into your ear and just kind of going deep dive into different topics and explaining and kind of getting to know, like you getting to know me a bit better as well. So Obviously, I'm back again this week, and I am quite excited about this podcast today. We're going to talk about nutrients, everything around nutrients and why it's so important. So I really think you are going to enjoy this episode. And what I want with this podcast as well, I want you to get actionable steps that you can take home and start doing today or tomorrow or the following week. I want it to be educational. I want you to be like, oh God, I, I didn't know that. I want you to learn something. So Today, you're going to learn a shit ton, and I'm really excited for it. Now, I was thinking, what is my health health obsession this week? Sorry, if you can hear my dog walking around there. Uh, what is my health obsession? You know what? <laughs> In the last few weeks, to be completely honest with you, I've kind of fallen off track. Uh, I have barely gone to the gym I have not taken many supplements and I explained why. Well, first of all, why I haven't been to the gym is because, well, I have been to the gym, but not my regular regular routine. Uh, and the reason for that is because I, well, A, Healthy Girl Academy came out. So I was really busy working. I was working so many hours every single day and I just down prioritized working out. I know that's not really good, healthy, what I would even recommend, but it just it just ended up being like that. And B, I my dad came over. So that was that. And we had some wine and you know you you just normally I do go to the gym when he's here, but I just I just didn't feel like it. You know when you've fallen off track and <clears throat> it's really hard to just getting yourself back into it. And you feel like, every, to be fair, I feel like every single week has been my first like workout that you need to get through. And you're doing that every single week. It just takes a bit of toll. And then I got a stomach bug over the weekend that just passed, which was quite interesting because Blair, we thought we had, he had food poisoning uh, early that week because he was quite ill. And it was after we had a takeaway from our favorite ramen place, which was a bit upsetting. But then two days later, I was starting feeling nauseous and I ended up throwing up and was shivering and cold and warm and, you know, the classic stomach bug symptoms. So 
could be there's a stomach bug going around if maybe there's something like norovirus or something because you know it doesn't really happen well it doesn't really is awful when it happens but it doesn't last that long you kind of recover really quickly from it I luckily didn't have it as bad as Blair Blair was pretty bad sorry babe but I was just really nauseous shivering you know but wasn't sitting laying on the bathroom floor all night spewing so I'm wondering if I obviously got if if I got infected by him and then my symptoms start to show like 48 hours after and that's normal with norovirus like 12 to 48 hours and then maybe my immune system were just like right I had enough trying to fight this infection because I had some white Friday and then it happened on sun Saturday so maybe that was that I don't know but all recovered now all good so all back back into business but what I've been doing the last few days is literally just going through a blood chemistry interpretation course that I purchased a while back and I obviously know how to do blood analysis but I want to be even better at it because even I can do like not basics I don't want to say basics even I can do I can read bloods there's always so much more I can learn and improve my service even better for my clients so that's what I've been doing the last few days which has kind of been like perfect you know I'm kind of educating myself I am improving myself and I've had a time to rest from and recover from the illness or the food not food poisoning the stomach bug the winter vomiting that's no winter vomiting I'm really I'm struggling really to say W's and V's but so back to my health obsession I haven't really had a health obsession and also back to the supplements actually because I did say about the supplements I haven't taken any supplements because I'm due to take out another blood test and this oh well I was supposed to take it today today is Tuesday today is Tuesday yeah but obviously since I had a stomach bug I need to reschedule my appointment so I'm taking that next week but I want to see where I'm at with my health with my gut away from the supplements and then reevaluate what I'm going to do next with my supplements with my protocol if I need to get, be on the protocol so I'm quite excited to see what my bloods look like from last year to this year and this is very important for you to do as well is to take yearly or yeah every six to 12 months I recommend to take a blood test just to kind of keep on top of your health you can see any trends if it improves if it's something goes low or high you know you want to keep on top of your health and this is the best way of making sure that you stay fit and healthy and you can you can spot any trends or anything that happens so I'm quite excited to see what my bloods are at. I did actually take a blood test a couple of months ago, but it wasn't as extensive. The one I'm taking uh, next week is with Randox. It's 150 biomarkers. This one was with fourth, I think, and it doesn't uh, test your uh, full blood count, you know, your red and white blood cells and so on. And that's really needed to do an accurate blood analysis reading. You cannot, you can't really see the full picture without it. But yes, I don't uses information for you to have but that's that's me so I really want to just stay away from the supplements and just kind of see where my health is at at the moment so I don't have a health obsession this week I literally fallen off tracks <laughs> that's exactly what's happened I still eat well I still you know all those other things but I haven't been in my a game recently and that's fine you know it's okay to fall off track but just get yourself back into it and that's what I need to do myself as well and that's what I'm going to do as soon as I get my blood test results. So let's dig in. Let's dive in to the topic of 
today's episode. And the topic of today's episode actually kind of came from a conversation with a friend of mine I had the other day as she was talking about someone that had a lot of health issues and she was saying, this is so sad, this person is really struggling, going back and forward to the doctors, the doctors doesn't know what's wrong with this person and she was saying, I don't think this person understands uh, that the food this person is eating, what's causing this person's problems. And I was saying, I find that also so bizarre and interesting that people, and there's not, there's a lot of people that feels like this, is that what they put into their body doesn't affect their health. Or they don't think that whatever they've eaten have caused their issues and if they change their diet, that can improve their health. That's very common. And I find that very, very interesting. And this is what I want to talk about in this podcast because I just want you as a listener and you as a listener to tell your friends and family what you eat, how you live your life does impact your health. And that's the only thing that impacts your health, really, to be honest. So let me try to explain this to you, okay? Because... Imagine if you have a car. Let's let's think about something that's relatable that you can you can kind of familiar yourself with. If you have a car and you do not look after it, you do not clean it, you do not put it in for service, you don't change the oils, you don't change the tires. You might not even put petrol or good quality petrol or whatever, maybe the wrong type of petrol into your car your car is not going to work effectively because it doesn't have the right materials it needs, the right service it needs to operate itself. And your body is just the same. There's no difference there. And I think with a lot of diseases and conditions, it comes really down to what you put in your body. That's one thing how you live your life, exercise, sleep, you know, feelings, trauma, that kind of things as well does play a role. But most importantly is what you put in your body. So let me explain a little bit more because let me ask you a question actually. Why do you think you need nutrients? Why do you need vitamins? Why do you need minerals? You probably know you need carbohydrates and protein and fats. You know, you know you need the macro macronutrients, but do you really know why you need the micronutrients? Like ask yourself that question. Why do I need vitamin C? Okay, you're saying problem for your immune system. Why do you need magnesium? You might say sleep. Why do you need B12? Why do you need B9? Why do you need B6? Why do you need chloride? Why do you need phosphorus? You know, if you ask all these different questions of why I need a specific nutrient, you will have the answers of why it's so important to eat the right diet. Because if you do not provide your body with the right raw materials, the right building blocks, which is nutrients, which is minerals, which is vitamins, that means that your cells won't be able to work efficiently. 
they might not develop the way they should. Because think of it like this. Okay, say you have infertility issues. Okay, where do we look in our bodies? We don't all look at our liver, we don't really look at our heart, don't look at our brain, we look at the ovaries, right? We look at the reproductive system. Okay, why is our ovaries not working correctly? What's wrong with that? Well, there's always something wrong with either the tissue, the hormones, there's something that's going on there that's not completely right. Now, why is the tissue or why is the hormones not working correctly? Is it because, well, think about this for just just think for yourself why do you think it's not working correctly is it because they don't have the right building blocks from the start off to produce itself correctly is it because you're eating something that is blocking something inhibiting something promoting something there's all these different questions you have to ask yourself like what is the reason because when you ask why then you'd be like Ah, okay, that makes so much sense. So let me just try to not lose you here. I hope I don't lose you because this can be complicated, but I'm trying to simplify this for you, okay? Say with magnesium, you probably heard or maybe you haven't heard that magnesium is responsible for over 300 reactions in the body, okay? Now, you might think like, great, I'll take some magnesium then. But which which reactions? 300. Like which reactions then? There's a lot of reactions. And did you know, for instance, that if you're deficient in magnesium, you can get high cholesterol? You probably didn't know that. Did you know that if you're low in vitamin D, you're also more likely to be deficient in magnesium because you need magnesium for the uptake of vitamin D. And I've actually experimented with this because I used to take high doses of vitamin D because uh, I thought, you know, when everyone's like, well, take vitamin D, it's good for you, you know, uh, immune system, blah, blah, blah. And we're all deficient, blah, 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 right? So I was like, right, high doses of vitamin D. And then I started looking into vitamin D and I'm like, hang on, why are we all like supplement vitamin D? Fair enough if you live in the dark all the time, but if you spend 15 minutes outside each day, even if it's cloudy, you're, you're fine. If you go on holiday, if you spend time outside, you're fine. Now, if you're all the, all the time inside, then maybe you want to supplement vitamin D, but if you're, as you should, being out in sunlight, you should be fine. But then again, your vitamin D levels can still be low because you're deficient in magnesium. And I, as I said, I tested this and I got a blood test done and my vitamin D levels was, I think it was maybe around 70 or 80. Now, I like to see over 120 for optimal health. And I think I did a blood test about a couple of months afterwards and I stopped off my vitamin D. So let me rewind here. I was taking high doses of vitamin D and my vitamin D levels was still below optimal levels. It was still around 70 or 80. There's actually a highlight on my Instagram. You can check this out because I screenshotted it and I, I write about it and you can see how my uh, levels changed. So I, I was taking vitamin D supplements and my vitamin D levels was not optimal and I stopped taking vitamin D supplements and I started supplementing with magnesium. Guess what happened? My vitamin D levels went above 120. Like, 
How amazing is that? Like, how amazing is that? And that's from stopping taking vitamin D supplementation. So it's not always about taking the supplements to help with deficiencies. Sometimes you need to take another another supplement or another food source with that uh, nutrient to make sure the other nutrient is working correctly. And this is how the body works, guys. The body is fully connected. If one thing is off, another thing will be off. And then if that thing is off, another thing will be off. And then if that thing is off, another thing will be off. It's if it will just it's like a domino effect. So let's go back because I don't know if I explained this earlier, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm confusing you guys, or I hope this is making sense. But everything in your body is made up of a cell. That's the first starting point. Your cell needs certain vitamins, minerals nutrients to be able to create itself and form into the cell it's supposed to be. If you do not eat or supplement for that sake, the right supplements, the nutrients that your body needs to be able to build that cell the way it should function, you're gonna have health issues. It is as simple as that. Now when this happens and you're not providing your body with the right nutrients and you're not making good cells, so it's gonna be dysfunction somewhere, that again can cause more serious health issues down the line. So one thing you can do today, or tomorrow, or today, actually do it today, is go and get yourself a good quality multivitamin just to cover most bases, right? This is the one thing that can help you because Yes, carb, you know, yes, carbohydrates, yes, proteins and fats is important as well, but it's really the source, the quality of the food that is important. And most people do not go and buy organic. They do not buy grass-fed. They do not buy quality food. Most people buy processed foods. Most people don't think of the quality and more of the quantity or the price when it comes to feeding themselves and I understand that in so many different ways but it is so important that you provide your body with the right building blocks to in order for you to be healthy. So before you go and order a supplement I need to explain a little bit about supplements as well because you can't just go and buy any multivitamin. You can't just go to your supermarket and buy the first multivitamin you see. And let me explain why. And this is really important. This is probably the most important part from this podcast you're going to hear today. And that is because most of those supplements, they're in synthetic forms. They're not very absorbable and they can cause more harm uh, than good. So for a lot of supplements or nutrients, they need to be in specific forms for our body to recognize and absorb. So that's one thing. Another thing, a lot of these poor forms, they might not be bioavailable. Bioavailable means that your body can absorb a lot of it. So say, give you an example, magnesium has different, loads of different types of forms. So you have magnesium glycinate, magnesium oxide, magnesium theronate, and magnesium citrate. And they're all forms of magnesium. Like magnesium oxide is a very poor form. You're not going to absorb a lot of it. Same with magnesium oxide as well. You won't absorb a lot of it. I can't remember the exact percentage, but say if you consume 
100 grams of that magnesium oxide or citrate, you might only absorb between 5 or 15%, maybe less even. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it's something really low like that. And if you have something like glycinate, the percentage is a lot higher. So, And they can work in different ways as well. So most of these cheap multivitamins, they just use really cheap forms and they're not very bioavailable and they can be synthetic as well. And your body won't recognize how to absorb this. Now, that brings me on to another problem, and I think this is a very, very interesting topic, and also a topic that a lot of people do not know, and that's something called methylation. So for certain vitamins, B12 and folate specifically, they need to be methylated. Now, you're probably asking me, do you know what is methylated or methylation? And I can tell you that, oh, it's about adding a methyl group and it has something with, to do with gene expression, da, da, da. You'd be like, cool, sound, cool. I actually asked ChatGBT to explain to me as I was five years old so I can read it out for you. Because the thing is, if you understand the concept behind things and you can kind of like make it relatable and you can understand it in a very like layman terms or a five-year-old terms, you're like, ah, that's why, okay, I will not take that supplement because they can't be methylated, okay? I find find that this is always really helpful. So if you're ever curious about what uh, methylation means or oxidation or, you know, bioavailability, you just go to ChatGBT, I love ChatGBT, and ask, explain to me as I was five years old because the way they explain it is a really good way. So let me read it out to you. So, I am also really bad at reading out, so excuse if I stop and start. So, methylation is like a tiny switch in our bodies. Imagine our body is a big, busty city with loads of roads. These are like paths inside our body. Now, in this city, there are special lights, like traffic lights, that tells the cars, which are like tiny bits in our body, when to go and when to stop. Methylation is like these lights. It helps to turn on or off different things in our body, like making sure we have the right amount of energy or helping our body fix tiny mistakes in our cells. It's like a little helper that makes sure everything is in, in our body city is working properly. Okay. So essentially what it says is that methylation is like a traffic light. Go, stop, go, stop. Okay. So this is very important, right? Now, Going back to what I said about that we need a raw material. Our raw material is the nutrients, the minerals, the vitamins. They are needed to produce cells properly. If our cells is not produced properly, they won't function properly. They might be dysfunctional. They might be broken. They might be doing the wrong thing. They might, you know, get you get the spec. Okay. So with B12 and B well, B9 folate, they need to be methylated for it to be used in the body. Now, folic acid is a synthetic form of folate. Folate is in nature, folic acid is man-made, it's synthetic. Now, if you take a folic acid supplement, it needs to be methylated. 
Okay, folate is okay, but folic acid needs to be methylated to methylfolate for your body to be able to use it properly. So this is why this is so important because nearly half the population has a gene mutation. That means they can't do this methylation process. Okay, are you with me? Because if we can't do the methylation process, what happens? And I asked ChatGBT, what happens when methylation does not occur or when people don't have the gene to do it? And ChatGBT responds, when methylation doesn't happen properly, it's like, it's a bit like having traffic lights in our body, body city that aren't working right. Imagine some lights are stuck on red while others are stuck on green. This can cause a bit of a mess. If someone doesn't have the gene that helps with methylation or if it's not working right, several things can go wrong in the body. Just like traffic jams and accidents can happen in our city, in the body, cells might not not grow or repair themselves properly. This can lead to health issues like problems with how we think and feel or even making us more likely to get sick. It's really important for our body city traffic lights, brackets, methylation, to work well to keep everything running smoothly. So methylation is really important from what I just read. So let me kind of like recap. If you're taking a supplement with folic acid and your body can't methylate it, it will cause traffic jams and accidents in your body. And that can lead to health issues. So (laughs) you can see the importance of buying or using a quality multivitamin or even quality supplements because you probably don't know this. You probably don't know anything about methylation until today, until listening to this podcast. But that being said, as I said, just about half of the population has this, this problem with this gene so you might be in the clear like it's not doesn't mean this happens to everyone but to figure this out you can take a gene test Uh, it's a one one test you do and then you figure out what kind of how your genes are working if they can methylate and so on there's also a few other things that need to be methylated like such as amino acids as well i mentioned vitamin b12 but if you're a person who's taking a multivitamin or even folic acid and then you haven't felt that good afterwards maybe you had like anxiety and depression maybe you haven't been thinking clear brain fog and so on it could be because methylation issues and that kind of brings me into something else which i find even more fascinating or interest fascinating it's not really the best word for it but it's mind-blowing Because you've probably heard that women who want to become pregnant or even are pregnant has been told to take folic acid because it helps with neural tube defect. I think the term is for it. It is a birth defect. And if you take folic acid, this will help to prevent this. Now, here's why they are so wrong. And if you don't believe me, look it up. You can find all the evidence online. Go on PubMed. There's loads of articles out there. But let me explain why you should not, by any means, take folic acid. I don't think you should take it. Take folic acid when you're pregnant, wanted to become pregnant. Even just anyone, do not take folic acid. Just take the normal form of folate. Because what happens, especially if you're a pregnant woman, 
and you don't you can't methylate folic acid now there will be a buildup of this folic acid your body doesn't doesn't know what to do with it and as i read in the chat gbt explanation it can affect your mood it can affect your way you think it can affect anxiety blah 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 now how many times have you heard of women during pregnancy and they have depression postpartum depression they you know mind is everywhere think you know just blame it on the pregnancy hormones now think about it like this they are pregnant they take the folic acid prenatal with folic acid they become they they give birth and then after they stop the the prenatal and everything is fine again how many times have you heard that and here's what's so interesting or so fascinating or whatever word you want to use to it is that they blame the pregnancy hormones and not the supplement. If you're a pregnant woman and if you have experienced this, please DM me because I'd love to hear your story about this. Now, that is not to be said that pregnancy hormones aren't real and because I haven't been pregnant before, so I can't really comment too much about this, but you can read in the literature that this is a real thing. And another really really fascinating thing and this is proven by science you can go and read up the studies is that women who take folic acid during pregnancy are more likely to develop postpartum depression like that alone should tell you enough that you should not take folic acid especially if you want to become pregnant or are pregnant switch to a prenatal that uses folate that's the word you want to use on the back on the ingredients list sometimes it says folate sometimes it says methylfolate if it says methylfolate it means it's already methylated so your body will absorb it a lot quicker and it's much better for you doesn't matter if you're a man a woman pregnant or not do not take folic acid i honestly feel like i can do maybe like a full podcast about folic acid and i probably will in the future because there's a lot more things about folic acid i can probably uh, cover maybe a lot more during pregnancy and maybe that's a topic for if or when I become pregnant in the future but I hope you kind of understand how important it is that you eat the right diet now you can eat the right diet it could be organic it could be a grass-fed it could be perfect and you still won't be able to get all the nutrients that you need because our soil is depleted and this is why supplementation is so important so just going to get yourself a good quality multivitamin that alone will help you that alone will cover all the bases now that doesn't mean you can just rely on your fancy multivitamin you need to eat a good diet as well like the foods that you eat will affect your body in a good or bad way in a positive or negative way so it's really important to make sure that your diet is good you take your multivitamin take any other supplements as needed but do not go and buy fancy green powders which doesn't really do anything and uh, you know curcumin because it's heard is good for inflammation you need to know why you're taking supplements and the first thing you need to do is get the basics done you need to get the basics solid first and that is eating a good diet, sleeping well, exercising, and taking a multivitamin. I think those four things is probably the 
basics that you need to nail down before you start doing any other fancy thing, new diet or whatever. And that's one thing with supplements, like you can, there's so many amazing supplements out there, but you need to know why you're taking it. Just don't take it because, oh, my friend told it was great or I read this really good article or, you know, you need to know why you're taking it. And then, you know, you always have to ask the question why. Always ask the question why. Say you want to take curcumin and you're like, why do I want to take curcumin? Do I have inflammation? Do you know? Have you looked at your blood test? Have you had a blood analysis? Ask the question why in everything. Because when you ask the question why, you will get the answer a lot easier than just kind of relying on anyone else telling you it's such and such or you just like, why not? (laughs) With nutrition and health, it's important to be on the ball, being under, have an understanding of everything. If you're confused, message me, go on chat GBT and uh, and ask she, I call her a she, ask her to ask her to tell you as you were five years old, because when you understand it and you have something you can relate to, like a city with traffic lights who can't relate to that, it makes more much more sense in your head and you know what you're doing. I feel like this was a kind of bit of a rant or I don't know, I tried to be like, take your multivitamin and make sure you eat right and make sure you don't take any uh, synthetic supplements from the supermarket because it can't harm your health. Anyways, I think I'm going to leave it at that. I feel like I had a lot of thoughts in my head and I hope I got them all out. I might just need to re-listen to this episode and take notes of anything else I want to cover. I did write, you know, I always write some notes, but sometimes you just mind just kind of like just go on the flow and then you're like, oh, did I say that or not? And I hope everything made sense. Sometimes I feel like I can speak a lot and I don't make sense. And that's why I'm trying to like dumb everything down because if you dumb it down, it's just easier to follow. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I am going to continue to do some more learning to educate myself. And I should really go to the gym today, to be fair. It's one of those things, you know, it's nearly four o'clock and I'm the person who's like, oh, I'm getting close to like four or five. I'm like, do you really want to go to the gym? But then there's no excuses. That is an excuse. I have have a bike at home. I have weights at home. You know, sometimes doing 10 minutes of exercise is better than doing zero, even five, even doing 20 squats, air squats, air squats, body weight squats is better than doing zero. So I should take up up on my own advice. Okay, I'm now going to sign off and leave it at that. If you have any questions, my DMs are always open. If there's any topics you want me to speak about, just send me a message, email, DM, I'm anywhere you can find me. I read them all and and I probably should say that if you want to know about good multivitamins, you can find that in my essential supplement guide. I will link that in the description and the show notes. It's called in the show notes. I will link that in the show notes. Until next time, have a wonderful day, evening, whatever you're doing. Speak to you very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of High on Health. If you enjoyed today's episode or found it helpful, please share this episode on Instagram or any other social media platform and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you enjoyed our chat today, please leave me a review as it helped me reach more people with this message. Until next time, stay curious, 
stay healthy and keep that gut feeling good.